Elegant Weapon is brought to you by Nemesis Studios. An elegant weapon for the more civilized age. This is a journey into sound. Gentlemen, welcome to An Elegant Weapon, episode 234. My name is J.J.M. Clark, J. the Jedi, Ross, Ross, Jedi, J. And as always, it's so wonderful to have all you beautiful babies back here in the L5J studios. Clarkson, Mississauga, Ontario, Canada. You know what else is in Ontario, Canada? The capital of it, in fact. The capital of Ontario, Toronto. Toronto Comic Con 2017. That's right, kids. That's what you get this week. Part one of our Toronto Comic-Con 2017 special. Ah, it was good times indeed. It was a special one for me because it was personal. Uh, finally, finally, representing their first presence here at Toronto Comic-Con, Source Point Press, our good friends Travis McIntyre uh, and his crew came up, and Source Point Press finally had their first official Toronto show, and things went pretty good. Uh, they were in kind of a weird spot, but they pulled it out because they're magical and they know what they're doing and nobody sells comics like Source Point. Uh, and even in their uh, strange, odd little area that they ended up, man, man, they made their presence known. And of course, I did as many proper introductions socially as I possibly could, introducing all to everyone. Uh, yeah, and we had a grand old time. Um, lots of our favorites were there, of course. Jay Fosgett came over with those Michigan kids. They had a little Michigan contingent, which uh, also included on the side Mr. Tony Maiello. It's always fun to see Tony. Tony, it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you, Tony Maiello. It's good times. Uh, for those I didn't get to pod with, I'm sorry. There was just too many and too much. It was insane. I I may have to just attach the Zoom to me permanent and hit record and let everybody deal with it. Uh, people are getting kind of used to that anyways, because uh, you're not going to find uh, any celebrity sound bites here. Uh, if you go to the website, you're not going to see any cool cosplay pics. All you're going to get is uh, from the trenches, deep within the bowels of Artis Alley, conversations with Canada's finest and Michigan's finest at the same time in the same show. So very, very exciting. Part one, I'm going to be bringing to you conversations with Stephen Andrews, of course, writing contributor and the lead editor on the Toronto Comics Anthology. Then you're going to get to uh, to meet Source Point. You're going to get to meet uh, Travis McIntyre. He is the head honcho as well as a writer for Source Point Press. He brought with him a horror writer, writer of Nora, one of our favorite books and one of our bestie friends, Miss Cosmic Casey Pierce, a uh, horror writer, Source Point Press. She came along. And a uh, new addition to the family fairly recently this year, the Salvagers. That's right, Bob Sally, all the way from Boston. 
He came all the way from Baston to hang out in Toronto for St. Patrick's Day, which was super cool because it was a St. Patrick's uh, weekend con. Uh, the Friday was St. Patrick's Day, and uh, it made things very groovy. Uh, who else did we talked to? We talked to uh, longtime friends of the show, fantastic people, uh, the fantastic mind of writer Ricky Lima, and uh, the incredible... Uh, I don't even know. He's just so much to so many. Baker artist friend Shane Heron uh, Black Hole Hunters Club those boys and in that conversation uh, Rossi Gifford pops her pops her cute little head in and talks a little bit uh, about uh, her work uh, we also have a little conversation and an update on the hip the pitiful human lizard apologize Jason Liu got a little tongue tad there the pitiful human lizard we get an update on what's going on with him. Perhaps uh, one of the most uh, longest-running current uh, independent comics in Toronto. I think issue 12 he's at at this point. It's crazy. Uh, also longtime friend Keith Krachow, who's got connections to the Source Point Press. Uh, that was an odd one there. Uh, you'll hear some cool stuff there. But uh, he's got some groovy, groovy stuff coming up. He's got a Kickstarter for, uh, for a new book. So we talked to him about that. And we talked to old friend, writer, artist, Mr. Sam Noir, and fellow Clarkson kid. That's right, Miss Stephanie Line. And that's who you're going to get this week on part one. You're going to get a plethora of the finest of the finest deep within the bowels of the artist alley, as I mentioned earlier. Straight from the trenches, we had a wonderful time. Uh, yeah, this, uh, these are just some uh, gorilla pod chats as we bring them to you. As I said, another fine year. There's not much other to say. It's always a fine year at Toronto Comic Con. Um, so here you go. You're going get, to get to listen to it right now. Stephen Andrews, the Toronto Comics Anthology. Source Point Press, Travis McIntyre, Casey Pierce, Bob Sally. Uh, Black Hole Hunters Club, Ricky Lima, Shane Heron, Rossi Gifford popping in on there. Jason Liu, the pitiful human lizard. Keith Krachow. Sam Noir, Stephanie Lyon. How's that for a part one? Wait till part two. You know we're going to bring you part two? Part two is a good one. Not that this isn't a good one. Part two is a little bit different. Part two begins with uh, some fine words from two uber fans of Mr. Bernie Wrightson because as unfortunately did happen over the weekend of Toronto Comic Con, we did lose the legendary Bernie Wrightson. So I felt it appropriate to get some, uh, get a little homage for the man, so I spoke with uh, Mighty Mike Ruth and A. Shehan. They have some very kind, reminiscent memories uh, to share about Bernie Wrightson. So we start the party off on part two with that. Uh, of course, it's not Toronto Comic Con without top Mr. J.P. Fosgit, Marvel artist, IDW artist, Bodhi Troll artist, uh, J. Fosgit, uh, one of our besties indeed. I love you, Jay. My number two in the world. Uh, and then we end that off with uh, the highlight of the conversations of for me of the weekend was sitting down with uh, the legendary Mr. Dave Ross, Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, Star Wars, so, so much stuff, 30 years of uh, Iron Horse work, and uh, he's the man. He's so talented. He has a new book. Uh, he's doing a lot of teaching now, and uh, he's creating the next generation of Canadian comic book artists. And he has a new amazing book that goes along with this whole, uh, with his whole ideal, his ideology, 
I'm teaching the ways of drawing in the comics, and it's it's amazing. It's actually quite inspired me. Hopefully, the conversation will inspire you. But that's part two. Again, part one. Toronto Comics Anthology, Source Point Press, Black Hole Hunters Club, Rossi Gifford, Jason Liu, Pitiful Human Lizard, Keith Grichow, Sam Noir, Stephanie Line. Let's do this. Let's do this. Oh, what are we doing? He's still alive. Stephen Andrews is alive. It's true. We're here at Toronto Comic Con, of course. Toronto Comics Anthology, Young at Heart. The best one yet. We're excited, sir. I'm pretty pumped. Yeah, it's 210 of pages of all new comics, full color this time, including a forward from Jeff Lemire, and it's gorgeous. That's amazing, man. Your forward lineups are sick. Dave. Yeah, so I don't know how the heck we get that. Yeah, Seriously, yeah. like we don't we don't deserve that. But at the same time, like I will never turn it down. Did you shoot for him or like? <laughs> oh yeah. Like, so what did you do? Just send him a message? Be like, hey, dude. Um, it turns out that Sean Daly plays magic with him. What? So I just went through him. Really? Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, they're pretty they're cool. Oh, sneaky little Sean Daly. He knows everybody. He's the nicest, sweetest dude. He is, he is. He's too Canadian for Canadians. Either, <laughs> I tell you that. It's true, it's unnatural. How's the uh, how's the interest been? Uh... Pretty good, actually. We've sold, let's see, um, your, in the realm yeah, of like 70 or 80 books. Bus or some shit? Yeah, I ordered this from Amazon. It's like 60 bucks for this thing, but it's nice. Oh, yeah. It's just, uh, for those of you who can't see it, it's a little clicky thing. I'm going to make the sound for you. Nice. But it's basically, it's a little, like, tracker. It's just nice physical, tactile feedback when you make a sale, and it yeah. feels great, Dan. Did but you yeah. just increase your sales with all oh, those Oh, that, that's, that's empty space. <laughs> but uh, good interest. People are excited for Volume 4. Yeah, there's been a lot of good feedback. Yeah. Uh, we also came here with um, 200 preview copies of our next book. Right. We made like, a little 16-page free preview, and those have all vanished. Those They're went rapidly. Gone. Oh, yeah. You didn't get one. Oh, yeah, they were great. What's that but all about? Yeah. It's Jesus. tragedy. There may be on some on people's desks around here. I know some of their artists got some, but yeah, they're probably yeah, gone. Sneak one out. Um, <laughs> when are we gonna have it? When is it gonna be in copy? When's it gonna be a physical thing? Uh, it'll be launching at TCAF on May 13th. That's right. We're gonna do TCAF. Yes. Toronto yes. Comics yes. Arts Festival. Yes. Uh, the best indie comics show in Canada, probably in North America. Maybe definitely. I think at this point, like. You yeah, know, it's actually get, my first year is gonna be. Going oh, dude, it's this the year, best. Right? Right? Uh, they get uh, twenty-eight thousand people every year. Yeah. Uh, they've expanded to opening a second building, and it's a free show. You yeah. don't pay at the door; you just come in, and there's comics. But here's the the, the here's the rub, kids, is that uh, all original. Yes. You're not gonna go in here and see superheroes, and you're not gonna see all that kind of stuff. Well, you may, but they're gonna. Well, you got Chip Zdarsky there. Yes, yes. Yeah. But what I mean is, it's all original. No Marvel. No it's DC. very indie. Yeah. Like they don't allow cosplay even. Right. Yeah. It's just pure like it's a love of the medium as opposed to like superheroes and pop culture nostalgia. Right. Exactly. Yeah. But it's, it's you get folks from Japan, you got manga creators who come over that never do American Crazy. shows. We get some folks from France, from Greece, from Italy, the European scene. What? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, wow. Last year, a guy flew out from Australia to do two days at TCAF and flew back. Wow. That's the only time you can buy his books in Canada. Is it a high-selling show for you? Oh, guys? oh, Jesus, oh, yeah. yeah, it's oh. Well, I guess when your only option is to buy books, you buy books, yeah. right? But so. also, it's an audience that comes looking for new things. Right. Like, when you come to Fan Expo, you like you normally eye for new stuff, but at the same time, you kind of know what you want going in. True. Whereas right. TCAF, you come to be amazed. You come to be surprised. Right, right. Absolutely. And, like, cool, it, it will burn through your cash Find very rapidly. Big thing, even. Yeah, exactly. I would be surprised that there's like editors like walking through I there would, to find the next Absolutely. Best thing, you know, that's totally yeah. cool. Uh, Toronto Comic Socials. 
yes. which occur at the wonderful Sidekick Comic Cafe in Leslieville, one of our favorite spots in the city. It's great. I cannot thank you enough for having started to organize these because it's like it's like pod fodder for me. <laughs> it's so much amazing Fish in a barrel. content. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh, you're going to put a bunch of creators in one room? Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> no, but even other than that, it's so cool to be able to just congregate and be social. and well, keep Comics can be strong. isolating, and I think yes. it's really important to have peers to keep you accountable, uh, to keep you competitive, to have someone to go challenge yourself with, and same time just to support you who are going through the same difficulties as you are. Yeah, and yeah. I may have solved some of the same problems. Right. I'm surprised, actually, wonderfully surprised at how many noobs have come out. I yeah. thought it would kind of be the core of contributors and people coming up, the, you know, the community that people know. Yeah. I have met many people so far in like the three I've gone to that are have literally heard about it and don't know anybody. Yeah. I can't believe the braveness. You have to absolutely <laughs> be impressed with the braveness of these hey, people. Hey, but the Psyche is such a friendly, welcoming space. Yes. And like, hey, if you go to the party and it's a terrible party, at least the coffee's good. Right, right. And we're pretty <laughs> friendly people. Though, oh, yeah, you know? yeah. So, you know, you Consensual there, biting you know. only. Yeah, and it doesn't matter, kids. Like, I think people, we must be putting out some kind of comfort vibe because it doesn't matter your skill level, your experience. Yeah. You come out and people are going to be willing to chat with you about what that's what I love about it I'm meeting yeah. a lot of interesting folks like I love meeting new artists and creators yeah, yeah, and like yeah. I've met some more experienced folks there just stopping by like Anthony Ruckheiser showed up last time that's right. love his books love yeah, his stuff yeah, 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 and yeah. it's just cool to meet people yeah 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 cause like just, when you're at a convention yes there's a million other really cool creators out there but they're there to sell right they're right. not there to hang out like you gotta go to the after parties for that and right. you gotta be cool enough to be invited to the after parties nice. which I'm not yeah at all <laughs> so yeah. I'm organizing my own pre-party I, I guess to hang out at race. um Someday. Anyways, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, and that's, you know, that's why it kind of, it fits with the, it's not just that it's convenient to podcast, but the podcast fits with these socials because that's a big part of the podcast too, yeah. is being that unifying glue. Because Toronto, we've talked about this many times, Toronto's yeah. so big, it breaks is. off into like little communities and clicks. And yeah. having stuff like the show and these socials is what keeps them together, is what yeah, unites yeah. the clans, right? Mm -hmm. So to speak. So, you know, kudos on, you know, keeping it Well, it's it a lot going, of fun. Again, it's a community that keeps it running. As long yeah, as we'll yeah. keep showing up, we'll keep doing it. Absolutely. Toronto Comics Anthology, Young at Heart. Go to Kickstarter right now. Agreed. It's, it's, Definitely back it. It's amazing. It's Y-O-N-G-E, okay? Leave out, as odd as this is for <laughs> Canadians to do, leave out the U. Any other word... <laughs> That would require the situation. You put that It's a union. pun on Young Street. Yes. But Justice Young Street runs through the heart of Toronto. Yes. And that's, that's a bitch. Yes. Well, Young Street, a lot of people don't know, is in fact the longest street in the world. I don't think it is anymore. Hey, listen, technically, okay, this is what they call it now. They've changed the title because it breaks into like 11 or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's now something like the longest stretch of continuous road. Oh, well then. Like, the, uh, like it's been retitled, but it is still where you can drive from the lakeshore into Toronto pretty much to Thunder Bay yeah. without turning. Like It's a place. Insane. Yeah. But if you can't spell it, Google Toronto Comics on Kickstarter and we'll definitely be the first hit. Yeah, or torontocomicsanthology.com. Yeah, and in fact, there's a link on uh, analogantweapon.ca, kids. If you yeah. go there, there is, you'll see the TO Comics logo. Hit that and it'll take them to their website where you hit the other thing and you go to the Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, very proud to have uh, been able to get to know you guys and, you know, Thank kind you. of be part of pushing this thing because, uh, you know, it's something to be proud of. You guys have done an amazing thing over these oh, past few issues. And uh, kudos. Can't wait for the next one, sir. <laughs> Coming soon in May. Nice. Thank you. You know, kids, I, uh, I talk a lot of shit. I push a lot of stuff out there, you know, I have dreams, I have, I have goals in this, in this world. 
You know, I was very lucky enough when I started this show five years ago to, to gain a little base of a following in a beautiful place called Michigan. And ever since those days, been crossing back and forth, Motor City Comic Con, Grand Rapids, all the way back here to Toronto, and I have been spreading the word of a certain company from Michigan, trying to bring it back home, trying to, trying to reunite the Great Lake clans. And kids, we have finally accomplished our goal. Sitting here, right here, at Toronto Comic Con 2017, ladies and gentlemen, Source Point Press is in the house, sitting here right beside me, the beard himself, <laughs> Travis McIntyre. How are you, sir? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm sure uh, I'm good, but I'm sure you're, you're slowing down a little. It is Sunday. Oh, it's, man. Uh, it's about 3 o'clock. It's been a long weekend, but it's been a good one. A lot of fun. Um, I mean, Toronto's great. Beautiful city, great people. Wonderful host. Jason nice. Clark takes you out. He pretty much owns this place. So. Oh, no. I just, I just got a big yap that gets around a lot, you know? Yeah. So was it what you expected? Um, well, I mean, I, I mean, I do an awful lot of Comic-Cons. Exactly. So, uh, you know, they... Uh, they kind of they, they do start to like run together a little bit. I think um, the one thing that sets uh, Toronto apart and um, and also I think sets Detroit apart a little bit is the amount of support that people give to the locally created stuff. Um, so you know, like walking around Artist Alley, there's the uh, alternate history comics, do the moonshots, and there's Chapter House, uh, which has all kinds of really good stuff. Um, and they all seem to be doing really well, and they have a major presence at their local show, you know. So I like seeing that. It reminds me of home. Nice, yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I think that at a lot of other conventions, you don't see it as much. I think that um, the Midwest in particular in the U.S., and it, and it really seems to be in Toronto, too, um, embraces, like, their local, locally sourced talent a lot more than maybe other places do and puts them on a pedestal and makes them, you know, like here, like the, the, the chapter house... Uh, team, you know, their guys, all their books, they're on the. I mean, they're right there with Jim Zub and everybody else. Oh, yeah. You know, like they're not. Um, they're not like second-class citizens or anything. They're oh, yeah, like they they treat them. Yeah, they treat. Uh, there's a lot of, like a uh, few people you've met this weekend, like Shay Han and uh, Keith Pachow and Sean Daly are all on the Pro Alley for their very first time this year. Yeah, and, and uh, the first time as guests ever. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, amazing to see them finally get that due. That's because you know they've been slugging it out, slugging in the trenches, it, yeah. you know, and they're finally you know getting getting noticed from the top. So you're right, and and that's something I noticed immediately in Michigan, and was hoping that would grow a little bit more here is the sense of holding each other up. Yeah, and it's really come along. I'd say in the past two years in Toronto, it's really exploded. It, it seems know. like it has, and the, like, the quality of the stuff is incredibly high. Yeah. And so, you know, when you're making, when you're making good shit, people will come, right? Yeah, exactly. So, so you know, so uh, this is good. This is almost like a tester for Fan Expo. You guys will be back. Yeah, that was that was kind of the the, the little bit of strategy here was um, we definitely wanted to do Fan Expo, right. and um, so I was talking to Informa. I ended up essentially buying uh, five of their shows, and one of the ones I picked was Toronto Comic Con. And the reason I picked Toronto Comic Con, even knowing that this was the little brother show to Fan Expo, yeah. you know, which Fan Expo being what it is, yeah. you know, 
Um, but I wanted to, you know, you get up here and you're here and maybe you do great, maybe you don't do that good. It doesn't almost matter because you get to see the lay of the land, see what things are like. And um, one thing I think that is really important is being seen by the people who are fans in that area, you yeah, know? Yeah. Because when we come up for Fan Expo, there's gonna be a percentage of people that walk past. And maybe they didn't buy anything, maybe we talked to them and they decided not to buy anything, maybe they bought one book, whatever, they're gonna see us again in a few months. Right. Some of them are gonna remember, you know? Yeah. And some of them are gonna be like, oh, I think I've heard of you, you know? Yeah, or, yeah. or something like that. So, you know, you're trying to, it's a long-term investment. You're trying to plant right. seeds. Well, like, how many, like, uh, did you sell more Nora number one than Nora number two this weekend? Um, by a few, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, yeah. So hopefully those people will be like, oh yeah, I, I like that book. I'll get the second one. Yeah. We actually yeah. did have one person who bought one yesterday and bought two today. Oh, that's so that's cool. always a good sign. That's, yeah, right yeah. there, absolutely. And like I've talked about in the past, yeah, at least you've been uh, next door to the good vibes uh, all weekend with the, with the teams. <laughs> yeah, the guy, the people next to us have like a stereo setup, so. Well, I'm really glad you guys finally got to come out here and meet the kids. Like I've always been saying, it's an incredibly artistic community, Toronto. You know, you saw we walked Artist oh, Alley met a, there. Met a you ton know, of... Even outside the comics, if you are into illustration and prints, there's just there's oodles of talent here. Oh, yeah. Tons, tons and tons and tons. And, and you know, when coming to Toronto, uh, you, it's all new people. You know, it's all people I haven't, for the most part, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't see. Yeah. You know, whereas in Detroit, Chicago, Indiana, Ohio, you know, there's a crew, you know, right, you like to kind of right. know everybody. Yeah. Well, you got so it's been great. Here, and so. and uh, met a ton of awesome people, thanks to you. Yeah, and well, you're going home with a stack of awesome books, too. So I did. I, uh, the, stuff for the future, who knows, Yeah, you know? so maybe some some potentialities. Even outside and, of the con, it was a good business weekend for you. A good little, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, schmooze fest. Yeah, you know? I did a little, did a little schmoozing. Nice. A little handshaking. Nice, nice. No, I had a really good time. Little baby but... shaking, hand kissing. Yep, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been great to have you here, man. I can't to have the, oh. wait to have you guys. Yeah, back thank, up thank here. you for having us. Thank you for letting us stay at your place on Absolutely. Thursday. My pleasure, man. And getting in there, this guy lives in a, a mansion out there. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> totally ridiculous. Mansions in Clarkson. Just that idea is ridiculous. Uh, Source Point Press. Sourcepointpress.com. They're all over the place. In fact, they're also at Wizard World Cleveland. And yeah, this weekend we we had another we had another team at Wizard World Cleveland, um, and then we had another team do the uh, the little Howl uh, okay. Howl Comic Con. Right on. It's like a the community college does a little show. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you guys got to check that out. Because also part of the Source Point Press stable, as uh, she's sitting here tending. Her poor achy feet. Yes, they do hurt. It's still incredibly. Did you not dip your toes? I yeah, did, but that that only lasts so long. <laughs> I'm sore. Oh, you've worked hard. You've been a trooper this weekend. I've been trying. Thank you so much. Yeah. Well, how's the experience been? It's been great. You know, Toronto. I gave you my voice. <laughs> I gave you my all, but I got so much in return. And you guys are really digging on Nora One and Two, and I really appreciate that. Well, it's fantastic, man. And you got out of a sales pitch too, so. That's the thing I try to tell those guys. I'm like, some of you guys need to go watch those support does this because you're all sitting behind your tables like notes, like you get know, up, meet some people, get some names. You that's know? what it's about being engaging. And I know that Dirk Manning will tell you that, but nobody wrote the book on how to sell comics, you know, face to face. So you just kind of go with what works. Right. And uh, you're going to get rejected a lot. 
and it's going to hurt and you are going to become callous but do not become bitter just smile because you know you never know if those people are going to come back or not and you're not everyone's cup of tea and you just have to accept that but the people that do buy that do engage with they become uh followers and uh i really appreciate it yes yes totally um no, you anything, are not. anything different or surprising about Toronto? Is Toronto what you expected or Canadians what you expected? Uh you know what I didn't I go went into it next like uh having any like uh, uh pre notion or okay. expectations like that. Right. But uh everybody's pretty chill and lax here. Yeah. Like I I dig that, I'm feeling the vibe. Um it feels like a Midwestern warmth here, even though we're so far up north. Do you see when I first started coming over, why I kept saying I felt like I'm, I was at home. I felt like I hadn't even left Canada. Exactly, when I was in Michigan, exactly. You know? and, yeah. and to me, when you're in Michigan, you are a Michigander. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I know we're on your turf now. It's but all good. but I'm, I'm feeling. You're all connects this weekend. So. Right, right, yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah, exactly. It's good. So I'm just glad things went well. I'm glad to finally have you guys up here. It's been too many years that I've. I'm been so happy to be smack, here. You know? And you guys have fit in. It's uh, everybody's loving it, so you know it's good times. Anything surprising? Anything that like really took you? You know. Um, you guys are really into manga. Oh yeah. See, I did oh, not know that yeah. at all. Yeah, there's and... a whole show here called Anime North uh-huh. that is bigger than this, and it's oh, wow. just anime. It's almost fan expo levels just for anime. See, anime yeah. fans are hardcore, but I had no idea that Toronto had such an anime following. Like, oh, yeah. I'm seeing tons and tons of manga, uh, lots of Pokemon and uh, Dragon Ball Z fans. Oh, yeah. And I know that the booth next to us are doing a lot of anime, and I told them, hey, if you can get this across the border, come to Yumacon. You guys would tear it up. Right, right. But they seem to be doing very well here. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's been a big thing for a long time. I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's, I have my issues with manga, as anyone over the past uh, few years of listening to the show may have heard. Uh, I'll, ke- I'll keep my tongue while uh, in the presence of the Comic-Con. But uh, no, it's cool. It's awesome that there's something for everybody, you know? It's a right, great thing. Right, right. I was going to say, with manga, you either love it or you don't. Yeah, did the multiculturalism stick out here at all? Absolutely. Oh, I-, yeah? I felt like I was in New York. Okay, cool. Because yeah. it was very much like that. Um, yeah. yeah, just the... Uh, yeah, all, all walks of life, and I, I really did feel like I was in New York again, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. on a small scale. Toronto's like a mini New York. They've always said that for years. It's like New York's still Okay, so, I, so I'm, yeah, I'm in the right by saying that. Okay, right cool, on. cool. If you can't get to New York, come to Toronto, and you will get, you're not going to get the epicness. Like, New York is so massive. But if you want a miniaturized version, right. which isn't even miniaturized. I mean, it's the fourth biggest city in North America. Uh-huh. So Toronto's a big-ass city. I mean, New York's another level. Right. But absolutely, you know, we got the old areas and the big buildings. Who needs New York when you got Toronto? There you go. Just come to the T-Dot Kids, you know. (laughs) Nora number two is on the table, which is exciting. And Nora number three, hopefully next month. Next month? Yeah. That's soon? Yeah, well, with Sean's... Uh, Did you put a shot collar on Sean? Or, like, like... I'm about to. I'm about to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't blame you. I'm cracking cracking (laughs) my knuckles. I know you can't hear that, but... Um, everybody has to check out Nora, which is from Source Point Press. Uh, you've said it a hundred billion times this weekend, so I'll say it. Nora is about a coma fisher. Uh, Nora is a girl. Uh, she was trained through like a secret government organization, right? Or given the power through a, a secret organization. You can fix my description. I just hate having to make you say it again. She obtained her ability uh, while working ability. In, the in pathogenic yeah. development for the CIA. So she does have a dark past with that. Right. Um, but the thing is, 
what she does is she goes inside people's subconscious, in comas and such, and tries to bring them out. Like right. literally, you know, tries to coax them and like she's in there with them, right? Right, she fishes yeah. them out or she'll help you cross over because those people don't know their physical state. Right, right, either way or. And uh, as much as it is what you expect, it's there's a lot more sensitivity to the story, especially in issue two, a lot more heart than you'd expect from what seems like a cool sci-fi concept, you know, which is so you, which is your niche, is what, what people will love. Same thing with Pieces of Madness, you know what I mean? There's a lot of heart in that horror. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of flesh and bone. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's very important to highlight the human condition. Well, it's, it's great. One of your skills is that you can inject all these emotions into this one main topic, topic emotion, if that makes sense. Right, you know no, I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you got this horror kind of thriller vibe that goes through it. But you laugh, you cry, you know, like all that. Yeah, you got stuff. you got to bring it on home yeah. to uh, to the fact that Nora is flesh and blood, and in each issue you will get a window into her past, piecing together how she does what she does, and you're going to learn why she carries a tragic mercenary demeanor. Yeah. And awesome. uh, tear. Oh, tears. Yeah, that the second one threw me for a loop, kids. Go get out uh, there, please. Get Nora. Uh, Source Point Press. Casey Pierce. I love you. I love you too, Jay. Danger, Will Robinson. Danger, no Will Robinson. Danger. And we're here at Toronto Comic Con 2017. <laughs> Mr. Shane Aaron, Michael Hunter's Is this legit? Are we legit? on? We you are son on. of a How bitch. How are we doing, you son of a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> here, let me today? stand up. Let me stand up. All right, cool. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I had fun today. I didn't, I didn't think you were going to do it, but Why you did it. I do it. Of course I did it. I get you every time, man. You got me every time. Yeah, yeah, we're guys here with Shane and Ricky, hey. the fun boys. The boys of fun the of Toronto. Toronto Fun Boys. Blackpool Hunters Club. Blackpool uh, issue boys. seven's out now. Yeah. Seven, issue eight in the next couple weeks. Roll it out, boys. Roll it out, Keep yeah. Keep it moving. So, thoughts on the weekend? How's it going? It's really good, man. Uh, Friday was, like, super dead, but then Saturday was pretty good. Okay. Uh, today is typical Sunday business, you know. Yeah, People yeah. People just kind of wandering around. Right, right. Well, that's good. I'm glad to hear it turn into a good weekend for you guys. Yeah. You know, this is kind of the smaller show. It's not the fan expo. Baby Fan Expo. Baby Fan. <laughs> little Brother yeah. Fan Expo. I like it because there's only three days and I didn't have to come to one of them too, so it's nice. Yeah, yeah, it's very nice. Uh, Shane, I have to thank you on a personal note oh, for my, what, two pound oh, yeah. piece of chocolate formed into the shape of Han in carbonite. And not just any chocolate. It's like so much chocolate. That it's shit's good, like it's good chocolate. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah. You guys get some nice chocolate. Because, of course, you're not only a comic artist, but you are, in fact, a hell of a baker. I'm a baker, and, yeah, I work for a couple places and do pastries and things like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's top-quality chocolate. Soma got named, uh, yeah, Blog TO named them the best chocolate in Toronto. Best. They did, like, a top ten list, and we were number one. Nice. Yeah. How much do you have fame. to do with that? Not a lot. <laughs> I mean, why don't you tell us about your candlestick making? Well, I uh, make candlesticks to the shape of my own dick. <laughs> so you can burn them. And Wait, do you actually make your own candlesticks? No. Oh, okay. I just think butcher, baker, candlestick maker. That's where I, I was going with that. So are you the butcher? I am totally the butcher. All right. The butcher of Khabib. Or something. Could, could the butcher of somewhere. There was like a butcher of... I don't know. Oh, wasn't it like uh, Abdullah the Butcher? The Abdullah wrestler. the Butcher. Abdullah yeah, the butcher. and he had like big floppy man tits. Yeah. Speaking of uh, wrestlers, I saw Mick Foley this morning. Yeah. I was I was just got to the con. He was getting out of a car. And Mick Foley, like, he's my absolute hero. Like, I love okay. that guy. And I was like, hi, Mick Foley. And he's like, hey. And that was it. It was so good. I was like, 
Oh, so I was happy story. with that. No, it was a great story. Oh, no, it is because it's a nice normal moment. Yeah, Shane just, he's a curmudgeon. Hey, what's up, McFoley? Yeah, 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 no, I know, but well, it's, it's not. Last time you were like, hey, what's no, up, McFoley? Look, Shane, you take I, the it, negativity out of here. Or I can put it, oh, hey, what's up, Chef Ramsey? Come on. Feel better for it? <laughs> I, like I, don't, I don't like those chef shows, man. It seems okay. just like angry guys yelling at people. You're going to give the book to, what's his name, Jim Afu? Yeah, yeah. It's a pretty Jim big Afu. deal, right? It's, yeah. it's a good story. That's true. It's not a good story. It's not a good story. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Guess what, guys? This guy, this creator, this Comic Con was giving people his book, yes. man. Can you believe that shit? You got it. No, I want to go meet Jim Afoot because he was the first guy that, uh, like, I the first time I made my own comic book, I I didn't know. I mean, I could have found out, but I didn't know how to make a comic book. Like, course, I, yeah. I was like, I understand you get pages and draw them, but I wasn't sure. Like, no one had ever walked me through like how to do that. But I read in the old Wizard magazines, which used to be the best. They had a uh, Jim Afoot how to make your own like zine. And it basically was like, you take eight and a half by 11 paper and fold it in half, and you have four pages and figure out how to do that and put it into a book, staple it together. Sean Daly styles. Yeah, and I was like, I read that and I was like, I know how to do that. I know how to get paper and fold it and staple it. Yeah, yeah. And then, so my very first books were me at Staples, photocopying and stapling my books together. Total Sean Daly And it's Daly all because styles. of John Jim Foot. That's right. right. Look, right. This, is, this is decades before Sean Daly. Can we, oh, okay. can we get off there? Sean yeah, Daly yeah. was just a twinkle in his daddy's <laughs> eye, all right? Well, I was talking to Dave Ross over there, and he's got his new uh, his book, you know, about the mannequin method and all that stuff. It's really, really good. I flipped through it. Oh. But it reminds me of, do you guys remember Jim Lee's How to Draw Comics, the Marvel Way video? No, I never did saw that. Did you guys that. ever no. see that? I never I saw the video. I was a kid in the 80s. He made a video, and it's just Jim Lee teaching you to draw comics and it's you know the structure you draw a cross yeah. and the chest oval and add on ovals and i remember seeing that as a kid and it just blew my mind that what you don't just put your pencil down and start <laughs> drawing the yeah, one yeah. line that will yeah. become the mega picture well some know? guys do like eduardo risso the guy who did 100 bullets i've heard that he doesn't even pencil he just like draws in ink and like that is yeah, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't know if that's hearsay stuff, but, like, he does negative space in all kinds of most of his panels. I'm like, that's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't imagine not, like, planning that out, like, meticulously. Oh, of course. Yeah. You know? And there's been lots of exciting interest about Black Hole Hunters Club. You know, yeah. you guys have done some schmoozing. People yeah, like yeah. this book, boys. Steven, uh, Steven Spielberg's been calling us up. He's yeah. interesting. I don't want to say anything, but... On, uh, is that true? Movie yeah. right? You didn't tell me about that. That's uh, uh, a little secret, yeah. I was going to surprise you. Gilbert. Only if Tom Cruise is in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tom Cruise is liars. Uh, Ricky, you got a you got an event coming up that you threw together. Yes. What are we doing? What's this thing? Where the hell am I going? Well, this is the uh, Brampton Zine and Comic Jam. So I figured I wanted to do a Comic Jam. Okay, hold on. Let's step yeah. this back a sec as we're talking about zines. Who the hell does zine? I haven't seen a zine since nineteen like ninety. Sean Daly, the guy oh, you, you keep talking that about. A That's a zine. Yeah. Uh, I remember zines being like like. There's different types like of zines. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying, though? Like There's different types of zines. Okay, I didn't know you'd consider what he's doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's okay. what I'm saying. The Jim of Food thing. You pay eight and a half by eleven paper, fold it in half, staple right. it. Zine. Okay. Yeah. I mean, in the early nineties, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. They like, would, you'd go to like the black market store or whatever before there was the internet. They were like the indie way, magazines, basically. Yes. Yeah. The only way you learned about Nine Inch Nails or the Smiths <laughs> was to get yeah. these zines and have fans who were like sending the info out that you didn't hear on the news you know so bringing it back hard that's cool man so. i used to get my three doors down zine and get all my info about <laughs> three doors down and third eye blind and smash mouth wasn't that crazy oh. last night i don't know if you guys were there when i heard my sister-in-law 
Guys, you know Figure 11? Yeah. yeah. Figure 11 <laughs> used to be Rainbow Butt Monkeys. Yep. Right? Yeah. Who are from Burlington in the Hamilton area. Yeah. Turns out my sister-in-law did their first album cover. Oh, really? I had cool. no idea until last night it came up. We found this out last night? I'm sitting there. Somebody's talking about whatever and, you know, other people doing art. Because we were talking about me. You know how I draw, okay, yeah. but I'm not, like, an artist. I don't do it continuously. And that's kind of like her sister. We used to draw much more. And then my wife... Yes, Rossi! That was a really broad... broad <laughs> yeah. Finger pointing. Finger pointing. It's so rude. Say hello to all your Hi. <laughs> like, what is that? No, we're just hanging out podcasting. It's his, podcasting? It's his yes. weird sex toy. It's really kinky. It goes to <laughs> both holes at once. Introdu- you have to introduce holes. Rossi. Four Rossi holes. Four holes. Wow. That's really cheeky. Ah. Yeah, I know. We're just here doing shit, you know? Hanging out. Nice. We were nice. talking about last night where I talked to Richard Pace about Pitt for an hour <laughs> because yeah. I love Pitt so much. Uh, yeah, he and was flattered. He was like, ah. Oh. These guys, they seem so scared of me. Am I like some superstar? And I'm like, I was intimidated. Last night was the first time I've ever hung out with him. Yeah. I will admit, I've always been a little intimidated just by his presence. He's just very excited. He's so buff. He's, kind of <laughs> He's so buff, yeah. yeah but he was humbled by his burger taking two hours to come. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I waited fucking 40 minutes for my beer. All right, yeah. I will pick a different place next year. Yeah. Right, people? No, it was good. Good. I like the place, but the service was really bad. But the underage looking girls and not bringing the right liquids yeah. over in time. Yeah, I know. I was a bit like, I never said, I should ID you. Yeah. Fucking 15 year old. He's got it. I don't know. Fine. Have you had a good weekend though overall the show? It's been okay. I thought I would be making millions, but you know, you gotta set the bar low. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been hearing that as a general consensus, so... Like, you know. it's fine. I did some commissions. I got rid of my comics, which is always good. So you sold out? Then? Yep. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah, so that's good. Didn't have a lot, but, you know, it's always good to just... While I've got you here, tell the kids what your comic is about. Okay, it's about this girl, Freya, who's a shaman-to-be, and she sets off to the woods to find what's causing the imbalance. Along the way, she meets a wolf boy who's looking for the same entity, and they decide to work together to try and stop it. It's gorgeous. It's fucking stunning. (laughs) Oh no, no, yeah. It's far too nice for you. Yeah, Rossi's is like sweet. Mine would have been like they kill each other at the end or something. Yeah, well. They might. They might. Well, it's not any spoilers yet, but there's some. There's got to be some blood. I haven't read it yet, though. There's got to be some blood. Thank you. That's like issue one. I did that in university, so it gets better and better. And I think issue five will be very satisfying for people. Might be a bit sad, but satisfying. Um, it's not out yet, but it's gotta come out in July for Fan Expo time. We'll have the whole trade. Okay, perfect. So people need to come to Fan Expo. They need to come to to Fan Expo. See me at Fan Expo. Fan Expo. You need to come here if you don't find if you didn't find Rossi. All of a sudden I can't understand anything. If you didn't come here, you didn't find Rossi in doing something wrong. Very, very wrong. It's pretty exciting because I got Dave Gibbings to do the forward oh, for the right. book. Right, I was right. like, Davey boy, I need a favor. And he's like, let me, let me see what I can do. And he wrote something very nice. So It is a very pretty book. Thank you. Oh, it's, it looks very beautiful. Thanks. I'm excited to read it. 
So. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just like. <laughs> well, you have a unique style. It's definitely yeah, something under your, uh, it's under different. Your own, you know, I don't yeah. see anybody else with a book that looks like that. It's no. a very sweet, uh, like fairy tale esque kind of thing. Right? So, yeah, well, they kind of see that. In a, in a Toronto land filled with science fiction and monsters. Oh, yeah. so, much nice science fiction. Gym, you know? so much science fiction. So much sci fi. It's like, geez, guys. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. What's with all the sci-fi, Ricky? Sci-fi is cool, eh? Right? Try to write something else. I did. Like Everyone this. Pony. Happily <laughs> <laughs> ever after. It's the one with my princess. Since so she ran out. away from us. Yeah, he's going to meet Jim with food. But uh, how about we round it out? You guys want to finish this off with me? Because this is about it. It's been a three yeah. days mad pod making. Uh, yep. Here with Rossi Gifford. Yeah. Yo. And Ricky Lima. Yo. Uh, I guess we'll <laughs> see you all, all you guys at Fan Expo. Fan Expo. Actually, no, Windsor Syndicon for me. Oh, here. that's you and me, actually, yes. We're going to be there. Uh, I'm going to be at Windsor Syndicon on April 2nd. And uh, these guys are going to be joining me. I'm going to be doing a make panel pod. Ooh! So, uh, or a make pod panel. Sorry. Pepper, pick a 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 pick Jason Liu. How are we doing, sir? I'm doing all right. Yourself, Jason? Fantastic. I've had a great weekend. Have you had fun? Pretty good. Yeah, it's winding down now. It's uh, the last hour of the convention. It is? Yeah. It's slowly coming to a halt. Uh-huh. Think, uh, you've had a successful weekend? Yeah, it's, it's great like seeing fans coming back and like catching up on issues. Yeah, and, yeah. And some people going, oh, shoot, like, I, like the last issue I got was seven. It's like, I have... Up to 11 now. See, I'm way behind, man. I'm on yeah. two at this point, <laughs> so I'm going to work my way through there. I was just talking You're one of those guys. I didn't think about it. I don't know any comics I have to bloody well buy to support all you bastards. That's all right. You <laughs> so I was talking to Stephanie Lyon over there. Yeah. And we were discussing uh, her new book and how it's going to have a lot of clerks in it. Uh, okay. This saga. Right. She's like, well, Jason's put this saga in The Pitiful Human Lizard. I uh-huh. didn't even realize that. Yeah. Tell me about it. Well, that's an issue number seven where uh, the human lizard finds himself stranded in Heartland and he has to find his way back home late at night when he's missed the last bus. <laughs> to, yeah. Heartland, the, the, the shopping outlets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. I, uh, did you have like the... Was it her or you? Did you put the Marilyn Monroe buildings in there? I did. Yeah. yeah. That's brilliant. Thank man. you. Well, I, when she said that, I was like, we well, can't yeah. Clarkson in a comic book. I don't know if the L5J's ever been actually a part of any comic. I don't know. I got... There's so many places I, I, I got that people suggest I should put the human lizard in. Oh, you must at this point, seven issues in and, and you know, so much happening that you must get suggestions from all over the place, no? Yeah, Hamilton, yeah. Oakville, Burlington, people Scarborough. Want people want to see it, man. It's not just a matter of slapping a maple leaf. I've I've on had your someone chest. I had it's someone a matter of seeing where you are and that's what we want to see, the yeah. realness. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I've, I've had people going like, I'm not going to buy your comic until 
it takes place in Scarborough. Oh, come on. It's <laughs> like... That's a, you should be like, that's well, the last place my comic's going to take well, place. <laughs> yeah, it's going to well, be a while before... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll be up at Jaden Finch yeah. before we're messing around in Scarborough. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, what's in the future? What's the plan this summer? Uh, I know there were some plans that didn't quite get planned, but they continue to be planned, yes? Well, I'll, I'll tell you this, that... Uh, Starting next month, April, that's when issue number 12 will come out. And okay. that will be the first of the six issues that will come out for six consecutive months. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it will be monthly for, for right. between April to September. Do you, is there any other comic book, independent comic book in this alley that's up to that many issues? Um, it's a serious achievement, man. It really, really is. Yeah, you know, like like one thing I'm grateful about like Chapter House is like that I'm, I'm actually... Getting to tell these stories that that go for so many issues, where like right. if if I were to pitch this idea to Image, like I'm sure they would axe my series after like three issues, going like the sales are not doing great. Sorry, that's right, it. Right, right. But they're willing to give it the time to build and to breathe and exactly its own thing, which there's nothing like other than Captain Canuck having been around for decades. You got a bit of a first on your hands, is? Yeah. It's a proud thing, you know? And like we said before, last time we chatted, I'm so happy to have this superhero based in Toronto who's not of Toronto. Like, he doesn't have, like, a CN Tower or a Maple Leaf on his chest. Like, yeah, no. He's his own thing. It just happens to be in Toronto. Exactly. Best way you can possibly go about these things. Yeah. So, um, what's in store for the uh, for him himself? Like, in the story, what's in store for the list? In the story, okay. So, um... Issue 12, you'll find the origin of uh, Majestic Rat. Issue 13 is a, is a, uh, is a follow-up issue from what happens after Captain Connect issue number one. Because in Captain Connect issue number one, Young and Dundas gets destroyed. So you, you get to see like the fallout. And issue number thirteen. Because the chapter verse is, is connected. Is keeping oh, it's exciting. Yeah. Man. People love that stuff too. That's exactly. Was it Fatty's idea flat out, or who was like, let's make a chapter verse? Well, like both. Like the reason why, like I joined uh, Chapter House was because of that idea that we're gonna have a shared universe. Right. Oh, okay. So this was already in the works before. Did they come to you with that, being like, look, we want to do this? We, we both had the mutual interest in doing okay. that. Yeah. Right. 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 That's awesome. Okay. Uh, let's touch base then, um, because I've already seen stirrings of this year's Mississauga Comic Expo. Right. Right. So we're planning stages. You're starting to accept uh, applications soon. Yep. We're accepting. Uh, we've got over 50 applicants so far and, and we're Already? we're still welcoming like more artists to come in it's october 21st right. uh with october 20th as like a, a kickoff event as well and um oh it seems like they're packing up or something oh, yeah people are yeah many people have bailed many, uh <laughs> like, okay, it's done so when is this recording coming out uh, i don't know next week or the week next after. week okay soon enough like yeah, no, so we, we got some good big names confirmed. I'm, I'm not gonna announce them yet. Uh, no, no, no. But you know, if people wanted to apply, they could at this point. Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just just go to uh, the Facebook page. Right. Uh, and find Mississauga Comic Expo. Yeah. And uh, kudos again on this year's, or I guess last year's. I had a fantastic time because I've never been to TCAF. Yeah. Because I always go to Motor City Comic Con, which right. is always the same weekend. Right. This year I'm excited because it's not. 
Yeah. And I got a little taste because you guys are very in that vein. Original work only. We're not here to sell prints of Daredevil and Harley Quinn all day. Right, and right. I discovered some amazing things because of that, man. Just got to move. Like uh, Neon Black. Yeah. He's one of my favorites of the year. Mm-hmm. Kevin Briones and... Uh, and Matthew Daly, some serious talent, man, that I didn't know existed. For it's sure. Crazy. Uh, David shutting us down. Shutting us down. Show's over, kids. Go home. You've stayed your hour. <laughs> well, Jason, thank you very much. It's going to be a very exciting year for you and Chapter House and the Lizard and the Expo and all that good stuff. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. We will chat again as uh, things progress, and we'll keep updated with you. Cheers. Thanks so much, man. <laughs>
in the cavernous basement of this house, in a chamber hewn from the living rock of the mountains, is the strange, dimly lighted, mysteriously secret Batman's Cave. Sam Noir, right here with me in front of Stephanie Live's table. Comic Con is almost over. Did you have a good wow. time? I did, I did. Yeah? You got snazzy this weekend. Good. Look at you and your tie. I'm cosplaying. I'm cosplaying. I love your TARDIS tie. I'm, I'm cosplaying as the TARDIS. Is that what you mean? I am. It's bigger on the inside. Of course. <laughs> Everybody's had fun though? Oh yeah. That's good to hear. I'm glad. All right, what? Say something. Oh, Put it on tired. you guys. I'm done. <laughs> it was a good, good show. It was a good, good show. Good show. We're all getting very, very, very tired, kids. But it, it has been a, a fun time. Talk about some. Talk about Strange Romance for a minute. Strange Romance is a story, 14 stories about science fiction romance, and you're getting all different types of genres in there. But there's mostly sci-fi. Um, I actually illustrated one story and I colored another story in it. And the book is full color. It's beautiful. It's twenty-five dollars. Uh, you can get it on Comixology for five. And it's it features the work of many talented artists and writers. Nice. That is absolutely beautiful. Now you've been giving me a couple of sneak peeks here and there at the oh, work yeah. in progress of your new stuff. Oh. And it's looking very very nice. Thank I you. Must say. Can you say anything about it yet? Oh, I, think I can last tell you definitely about it. Oh, I didn't really know as much about it last time because okay. I hadn't finished the script yet. But it's called Shelley, and it is a series for girls aged 10 to 15. And it deals with things like body image and bullying and grief and all sorts of other things that are relevant to girls that age. And I fully believe that girls that age need more comic books like there are plenty of novels like your babysitter's club and your rl stein and all those things but i think that uh girls need a relatable slice of life comic book that they can read and take something from right that's it's a great time for it this is when exactly we need it and i love that you're getting into this all the creation but you're you're taking you're making it like passion projects like you're making books about things you care about and things that mean something to you and issues that concern you so and the characters mean something to me too because i created the characters when i was 10 years old Right, that's right. Yeah, you're yeah. telling me. This is a long time coming. Yes. Hey, it must be pretty satisfying to finally be seeing them flushed out and getting to work on it. Well, I figured I'd outgrown them, but I've just found the art books, and I said to myself, self, let's make them modern. Sure. Let's make sure that, let's make it take place in Toronto and Mississauga. Let's make it not all white kids. Are you really basing part of it in Saga? Of course. Uh-huh. It the may be the first comic book ever to take place in Mississauga. The school that they go to is in the L5J. Yes. Yes, Stephanie. <laughs> That's right. Clarkson represent kids. Yeah. I don't think anybody's ever... I shouldn't say that because who knows? No, there is an episode of the Pitiful Human Lizard that takes place in Mississauga. Which one? Which one? Uh, number seven? Really? Something like that. Somewhere so, around there. Oh, wow. I gotta get. I gotta catch up. I think I'm only on three. Yeah, there's a an issue, uh, a Gotham Central exclusive issue where it's Gotham Central on the cover. Mm-hmm. And Probably there's another. I don't go to Gotham Central. Enough. Yeah. Sorry, and, Carlos. <laughs> and there's another one where he's standing outside the Marilyn Monroe uh, buildings. Oh, the buildings. Yes. Uh, that's that's a sight. That's something that should be in the background mm-hmm. of a comic somewhere. Got to see some Clarkson in there. Yes. They got to drive by the satellite, uh-huh. which isn't the satellite anymore. No, it's not. But it still looks like. Yeah. You know. Uh, so there's a, there's um one building which is from Etobicoke. 
because uh, I just wanted to pay a little um, Easter egg to my family. They've been going to the same church for years and years and years. Oh, okay. So that's sweet. I use the church in the oh, story. That's very and sweet. yeah, and then I have the rest of it in the L5J. Very nice. Kids, you got to check this stuff out. Stephanie, she's growing by leaps and bounds every day. It's an absolute pleasure to watch your evolution as you Aww. come along here. No, it really is. Like, Because I know how much you care about it. And I know how much passion. I see how hard you're working at it, you know? Mm -hmm. And you're a family woman. Yes. You know, you got kids, you got a husband, and I know what it's like to have an incredibly supportive structure around yes. you. And, you know, the fact that you have these people that are helping you, you know, letting you take advantage is... It's an amazing thing to have. So, yeah. You know, it's fun. It's going to be good. Yeah. And I want to teach my kids that if you want to be an artist, you can follow that dream and you can do art and you can do whatever you want. Just Absolutely. work hard. It's not going to happen by accident. It's not going to happen with wishing. You got to work for it. And if you work hard, you can do it. I tell my kid that all the time. He's mm -hmm. like, Dad, I want to be a YouTuber when I grow up. I'm like, you can be anything you want in this world, buddy, as long as you bust your ass. Exactly. Things, you know, something's going to happen that comes out of that. Hard work, kids. I don't care who you are, what you're doing, it pays off. Yes, it does. Talent does not take it all the way, even though, Miss Stephanie Line, you are full of talent. <laughs> uh, L5J, Aww. represent, represent. Yes. Stephanie Line, look out for her. Thank you, Stephanie. Thanks, Jason. Okay, kids, that is all we are going to have for part one of the Toronto Comic-Con 2017 special, An Elegant Weapon. Next week, come on back. Part two, featuring Mike Ruth and A. Shea Hans, touching tributes to the master, Bernie Wrightson, as well as a conversation with Shay about the epic new Gladiosaurs. J.P. Fazia, he's here, we talked to him, and a lengthy discussion, Mr. Dave Ross, legends, legends, come on back, next week, part two, Toronto Comic Con, booyah, take it easy.